business. They treat you like family. Live from the DraftKings Sportsbook and Wild Rose Studio, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460. KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. The Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KX and 0106.3 on the FM dial. We take you until noon. John Miller coming up in about 25 minutes on the Hawkeyes. That music means it's time for his weekly segment, Centurion Stone of Iowa sponsors, the Cap Man. David Kaplan joins us. Cap Trent Ken, as always, how are you? What's up, boys? How we doing? Good. Appreciate you coming on. So Trent tells me you're back in the... A-10 for the tournament. How's that going to work out, Cap? So I have to do the tournament from Stamford, Connecticut, the studios at NBC Sports. Uh, They're not having anybody on site, so I have to fly out there. It's a whole – I'm very impressed how NBC's handling it. I mean, you have to have a COVID test 48 hours before you come fly out. You have to have – uh, multiple temperature checks when you get there. They have a health app that you have to answer questions every morning. You can't be leaving to go get food. They have a app that you order all your food and it's delivered to you. Hmm. You're in the studio. You do a game. You come out. The studio sanitized. The other crew does a game in the other studio. Yeah, they they take it serious, man. It's really impressive. So uh, look at a college basketball. It, it has been incredible. You got to see this Loyola team. You've been telling us about them. The MVC is a hold. We're holding out hope. There'll be two teams from the MVC. But in such an odd year, from the coaching side of things that you did for a number of years, just how difficult does this have to be on the staffs? We talk about the kids so much, but these guys trying to get their teams ready to go every single night and, and still being a professional in an environment that feels just so odd. It is odd. You know, I've talked to different coaches who have said, like I talked to an NBA friend of mine, and he said, yeah, okay, he said, you think it's easy as basketball. Everyone else has a regular job. He goes, and I'm not complaining at all. I'm just telling you that one day they get a phone call at 11 a.m. Hey, your game tomorrow night postponed. And he said, okay, it is what it is. It's COVID. He said, an hour later we get a call. Yeah, we're flying somebody else in, and you're going to play them tomorrow night. He's like, you plan how you're going to play. You plan everything you're going to do, and then all of a sudden they throw you a curveball, and it's a team that you haven't prepared for, and you go, okay, I get it. It's COVID. But when you lose, he said, listen to the fan base and the media about what an idiot you are. <laughs> yeah, he said it's it's an adjustment period for everybody. Uh, Cap, uh, we got a lot of. Uh, we'll get to the Cubs and the White Sox. We want to do the Bulls with uh, Zach. Uh, what he's doing, Levine over there, uh, All Star berth for him. Uh, but just real quick, did you see the voice of hockey? And the reason I bring it up, your your good friend Eddie Olchek has a major major uh, part of the one hour special that was that aired this past weekend on the career of Doc Emmerich. Uh, if you haven't seen it, highly recommend it. Have you seen it, Cap? 
I have not, and actually, so we try and do things you should watch on my radio show. So I have the Ronald Reagan documentary, which is like two parts, I think. My partner, Jonathan Hood, said sensational. The Britney Spears documentary, everyone is telling me I got to see is sensational. And the voice of hockey. So those three are all on my list. I'm going to try and at least get through two of them this afternoon. Britney Spears documentary. Ken, Ken looked at me. Yeah. He, he was baffled by that. I've heard the same thing, Capper. There's just so many streaming services. I don't know if I have the right stuff for all the different things now. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like, someone said that to me, and I had the same reaction as Ken. Yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm not a big Brit- They're like, dude, listen to me. You've got to watch it. It is sensational television. So I am. we're going to talk about it on the air. I'm not going to be that guy that goes, I'm not going to watch it. So, yeah, I will be watching it. All right, Cubs in a minute. Let's get to the White Sox. I guess Tim Anderson uh, met with uh, Tony La Russa. Uh, Tim Anderson's all on board. He's one of the leaders of that uh, of that baseball team. Uh, is that, the? I guess, so far the biggest storyline coming out of White Sox camp? And how's the La Russa, uh, I mean, the first couple of weeks on the job with players, how's that going from what you're hearing, Cap? I would not say that that is the biggest storyline. It is a storyline because everyone wanted to know. The biggest storyline, without a doubt, is that Rick Hahn came on our station and said, hey, man, if we don't win the World Series, we're going to be really disappointed. And then Lucas Giolito said, we're in this for one thing. If we don't get a ring, we fail. We fail. So this is a team that, what, four years ago was trading away every asset they had from Chris Sale to Jose Quintana to we're trying to lose as many games as we can, and here we are four years later, and they think they can win the World Series. I'm not telling you they will. I'm not telling you they won't. I'm just telling you it's a really refreshing, cool place to be for White Sox fans. What's a realistic expectation for Michael Kopech coming back this year? After opting out a season ago, 2019 Tommy John, is it to make – 15 to 18 starts and be on the path back or do you lock him in and he's going to be that Holly talented guy that we saw with the arm talent and he's going to be at the front end of the rotation where are you with expectations for him yeah he's not going to be anywhere close to the front end of the rotation guy has not thrown a pitch in competition in a major league game August will be three years so that's a fact yes he got hurt in 2018 so, look, here's the deal. You look at Michael Kopech. He's got all the makings of a star. He throws 101 miles an hour. The problem is he's got to ease his way back. He opted out last year for personal reasons. It was not health-related. He went through a divorce or is going through one. Like, there's a lot to unpack there, and they're going to be really careful with his, uh, with his arm. So I think you're going to see him maybe have 100 innings. They'll use him in the bullpen. Could I see him as an opener at some point? Sure, Tony's willing to try just about anything. He's an out-of-the-box creative thinker. But I don't think you're ever going to see him this year at the top of the rotation, even though the stuff plays where you go, wow, he can't wait for the next five days. That's, that's not where he is right now. So let's talk about Luis Robert, Cap, and expectations for him. 
Uh, is this a guy that can hit 40 home runs in just his second year in the league? It certainly, I mean, last year he hit 11 and 56. So doing the math, that's not a big, big jump. Uh, if you're a fantasy guy, I would like to think you're buying stock in him. Uh, in which guy? In, in Robert. Oh, in Robert. I thought you meant go back to Kopech. Yeah, look, Luis Robert has got to tone his swing down at times. I think you saw him start to get beat on hard up later in the season he is uber talented he's amazing defensively he's a great athlete uh i think you could literally put the three of us in right and left and say (laughs) all right he's gonna cover everything you guys just feel any ground balls that come to you and he can handle it that's how fast and how good this guy is in fact aloy jimenez has joked there are times i'm camped under a ball and I feel this presence, and here he comes. He's got a better arm. He's faster. He's more athletic. I think he's going to be a hell of a player. Is that going to be this year? 162 is a grind, man. Until you go through it, you never know how you respond. going to be interesting. Speaking of interesting, let's go to the north side of town and the Cubs. A lot of conversations you're seeing. I I think I saw Rizzo the other day say, you know, this team hasn't lived up to its talent the last couple of years. Feels like they're saying the right things, but isn't that kind of every spring training cap? Um, I don't think Anthony has been as honest as what he was this week. I okay. don't. Uh, when he came out and said, there's no reason that any of you should believe in us because we haven't done it. Uh, I loved it. I was like, wow, how about that? Hmm. A guy with complete and total honesty. I loved it, and he's right. Why should I buy into the Chicago Cubs, who have done nothing to improve their team, basically? They haven't. And this is a team that has all this ability, all this talent. They won a World Series, and yet here we are now, final year of all these guys being together, and he's right. Prove it. I'll believe it when I see it. Hmm. So, Cap, what's the bigger concern for this team? Uh, three, four, five in the rotation? Or Craig Kimbrell? Uh, three, four, five in the rotation, or Craig? I would say three, four, five. Craig Kimbrell, uh, let's be clear, last uh, September pitched eight games, did not allow a single run. I think he's gotten much, much better. Now, he's never had a normal spring training since he signed with the Cubs. The first year, he didn't sign until June, never really worked out. The second year, it's a COVID shutdown for three months. So this is the first time. Yeah, I'm betting he's mm. going to have a really good year. A really good year. The three, four, five—that is way, way more concerning to me. And, and that would be because I'm, I'm assuming Arietta is going to follow Hendricks, right? Is he the two? So that would be Davies, Alzali, and who's the uh, Mills? No, you're talking about yeah, Davies, Alzali, Alex Mills. Uh, yeah, I would say it probably goes Kyle Hendricks. Clear one, yeah. Arietta two, Davies three. I'm going to tell you at the start it might be Mills, but it will become Advert Alzali, and then Alec Mills until Braylon Marquez proves he's ready to go. Gotcha. Twenty five. He'll turn twenty six. Alzali. We're talking about here. He felt like at least when he was coming through here in Des Moines that this was going to be a guy that they anticipated can be a front end starter in this rotation. He turns twenty six in less than a week. Is that still realistic that this guy, maybe not an ace, but he can be a number two on a good playoff team? Uh, a number two on a playoff team. Boy, that's 
that's a stretch. When you're 25, and this is for me a make or break it year. If you this year can't grab a spot in the rotation, well, now we're turning to age 26 and we're going, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. He's got good stuff. I think he's the hardest thrower of the guys in the rotation. Jake used to be, but Jake's not that guy anymore. Um, Yeah, it's a good question. It really is. But if he doesn't make it this year, I think they have to start to think of maybe he's not that guy. Hmm. Cap, uh, Zach Levine, Levine, I've heard it both ways. Uh, but what I do know, and uh, this clearly, uh, is that the Bulls got the best of that trade with the T-Wolves. Now, maybe it took a little longer than some would have thought. But he's having a remarkable season. It was a great vid. I think you retweeted it, uh, the Zoom that he was uh, fooled into, not fooled into doing, but didn't expect the participants to show up uh, the way that they did. Great year and uh, and a great reward. I'm not sure they should be playing the All-Star game, but they are. Uh, and he's going to be part of it. Yeah, it's awesome that he's going to be part of it. Everybody here in Chicago is wildly excited that he is going to the All-Star game. The thing that I retweeted was Bulls TV, which does such a great job. There's a guy named Brad Siegel, the head of Bulls TV. He's creative. He said, hey, Zach, I need you to do this Zoom call with a bunch of media. Okay. He walks in, and if you watched it, he says, you guys ready? Let's do it. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden... Yeah, let's go to Ken Miller of Seattle because that's where he's from. And then the screen reveals it's his parents. Yeah. And then, okay, thanks, Mom and Dad. See you. I'll see you in Atlanta. And then they go to the next one. Hey, let's go to Trent, who's his best, who's uh, another media guy who he knows in Seattle, and it's his best friend. And then there's Thaddeus Young. And then there's another friend. And then there's another girl he's friends with. I thought it was so incredibly well done, and I couldn't be happier for this guy to get this opportunity because he is an all-star and it's really shutting up a lot of the critics here in Chicago. Is the Bulls team, they're still trying to get healthy, I get that. What would a playoff bid mean? Would it, they're the eighth seed or, or even get in now the new construction of the end of the playoff. What would that mean for Chicago and the Bulls organization? Um, I guess it would, look, they, let's not forget they went to the playoffs against the Celtics when Fred Hoiberg was the coach. And they won the first two games in Boston. They had a 2 nothing lead, and Rajon Rondo broke his thumb and was done for the year. And so by that happening, they never won another game because he was such a key cog in running their offense. And so you looked at it and went, okay, they lost four straight. They've never been back since. So it would be cool, but I have said on the air multiple times, if you tell me they finished ninth and they just missed, but at the end of the year, you saw Zach Levine emerge, now he's a star. And good or bad, I know what Lowry is. Good or bad, I know what Kobe is. Good or bad, I know what this guy is and that guy is. And Patrick Williams looks like he's going to be a star. I think it's a successful year, and then you're in the lottery, and who knows if you get lucky, but you get a really good player again. They're going to have $52 million in cap space this summer. All right, Cap. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, so people are going, well, why don't you extend Zach? So let me just quickly explain. You cannot extend him in season. You can extend him this summer. But if you extend Zach Levine this summer, it's for less than the full max deal he'd get in 2022. And 
if you do it this summer, you have to use up some of that precious cap space. But if you wait until 2022, you could sign two really outstanding players, have two more draft picks this June and next June, and then you can use what's called your bird right, which allows you to go over the cap to sign your own guy. The risk to that is, because it sounds like a no-brainer, right? Well, why would I not do that? He can walk away. After 2022 season, he can go, hey, thanks a lot, I'm out. And you'd have to do a sign and trade, try and get some pieces back, and lose your guy. That's the risk in doing that. But I think that he wants to be here. I know they want him to be here. So I think they'll wait till the summer of 22. And by that point, you'll have Patrick Williams, Kobe White, Zach Levine, this year's number one pick, next year's number one pick, and probably two free agents. Game on. Let's go. (laughs) There's the music, the little (laughs) chime, and Cap, the commissioner is walking to the podium as we fast forward to April with the 20th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The Chicago Bears draft. Chicago Bears have traded pick number 20 (laughs) Uh and future assets to move up into the top 10 to get the quarterback that they so desperately covet if and only if they cannot make a deal to get Deshaun Watson or Dak Prescott. Well, they're going to get Mac Jones and they're going to stay at 20 and, and he's coming. And that's, that was the direction I was going to go with you, Cap. If it would be at 20, Mac Jones, what would be your reaction? Because I've already told Ken what my reaction will be. If they get Mac Jones? Yeah, at uh, 20. Um, Look, I don't know enough yet about Mac Jones. I will tell you, Lewis Riddick was on with Mike Greenberg last week. And I was listening to the interview in my car, and I literally went, what did he just say? <laughs> he said that he was at the Senior Bowl in Mobile recently, yeah. and June Jones was there. June Jones, the former mm-hmm. Hawaii coach, the Atlanta Falcons coach, longtime assistant, he said June Jones said to him, you want to know who the best quarterback in the draft is? And he said, sure, tell me, coach. And he said June Jones is the best evaluator of quarterbacks he's ever been around that's a big statement and he said tell me he goes mac jones from alabama he said you really think after trevor lawrence he's the best he said no i don't he's the best quarterback (laughs) in the draft and he said coach are you telling me what i think you're telling me yes trevor lawrence is a good player he's the best quarterback in the class which stunned me so uh, I can't co-sign on that yet. I've got to take a look at it. Yeah, I I heard June Jones say that. I didn't hear the interview, but I saw it in writing. Cap, 30 seconds on this. This this affects maybe four people in the listening audience. (laughs) But you'll appreciate it, or you won't appreciate it, because Arlington Park is a palace, um, as you well know, and it sounds like uh, its days are numbered. Yeah, it supposedly is up for sale, and that will be very sad because one of my hopes, I told my wife this, that when I get older, and some people would say, you're old now, but when I get older and I have time, I wanted to buy a, it's it's not a skybox, it's just four seats that are in the sunshine, but they call it a box. Not very expensive, but it's just a cool way. You pull up, they valet park your car, you get your program, you go there, and in the sunshine, you play the horses. And you know I love the horses. Mm -hmm. And to go out there three or four days a week in the afternoon, sit back, have a beer, and gamble on horses. Sounds amazing. And now they 
maybe getting rid of the track, that really bummed me out. But we said on my show today, so if you're the Bears, why would you not buy that land and build yourself a palace of a retractable roof stadium? Interesting. Never thought about that, but it is a palace. Arlington Park is, Cap, at least the last time I was there. Cap, long hit today. We appreciate uh, your generosity with your time. Thank you, Cap, or we'll talk to you in a week. I'll go on as long as you want, anytime. Thanks, pal. Have a great week. Hey, boys. Good to talk to you. David Kaplan, uh, sponsored by Centurion Stone of Iowa, centurionstoneofiowa.com. If you're looking for manufactured or natural stone, you want to do that project on the outside of the house, the inside of the house, uh, Centurion Stone of Iowa has over 200 color and pattern combinations. Check them out on their website, centurionstoneofiowa.com, or visit the showroom, 5525 Northeast 22nd Street. Want to do something downstairs, build yourself a man cave, spruce up the fireplace, dot, 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 Centurion Stone of Iowa. Thank you to them uh, for presenting David Kaplan. We are going to take a break, but we got to do a $1,000 slam dunk prior to that. Uh, is it's time for another $1,000 slam dunk. John Miller, by the way, coming up. Text the keyword dollar to 200, 200 right now. It's your chance at $1,000. <laughs> keyword dollar. Dollar to 200, 200. Miller and Condon, back with John Miller, 1460 KXNO, 10- Trent Condon here for the Urology Center of Iowa. Well, I did it. I had my vasectomy procedure with the Urology Center of Iowa. It was quick, efficient, and I was in and out in less than a half hour. The big bracket for college hoops is coming out soon. If you want an excuse to chill on the couch while watching wall-to-wall basketball, then it's time to make the call to the Urology Center of Iowa to schedule your vasectomy. Call 515-400-3550 or online at iowauro.com. Vasectomies with the Urology Center of Iowa. And tell them you heard it. So should you. The 2021 Spring Polar Plunge for Special Olympics Iowa is right around the corner. Registration is happening right now on the Special Olympics website, soiowa.org slash plunge. The event will take place on Saturday, April 17th at Lake Aquabi in Warren County. And if you're interested in joining the fun but don't want to leave your home, that's okay too. Register to take the plunge virtually and help out Special Olympics Iowa. More information, soiowa.org slash plunge. KXNO, Lauren Condon, 106.3 on the FM dial. The keyword is dollar. 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 Singular. Is in one dollar. Or one thousand. No? One dollar. It's dollar. Dollar. D-O-L-L-A-R. That's the keyword. That is the keyword. I played this uh, song because, A, I figured our next guest, John Miller, probably a tune that he likes. But secondly, we have another one of our colleagues, friends that... That has the bug. I know he does. John Miller now yes. is degenerate. And, and for years, I felt like I was alone on an island. When I started in this business almost 20 years ago, I was one of the few that would talk about gambling. You. And now, John Miller. I know it. Mr. Buttoned Up. I'm with Mr. You. WHO Sports Director. Uh-huh. He's a degenerate like I am. When I first heard Trent, I, I would have fallen off my chair. I was glad I wasn't sitting down. Ross uh, Peterson, same. Andrew Downs. John, you've got the bug. It's fun, is I mean, you got it as you say, you've got to have your budget and once it's gone, it's gone or if you get on a little bit of a yeah. run, have some fun. You're not going to get beat up by it. But um, I'm as as I said, and as Trent just mentioned, 
You were one of the last guys who thought that you'd be firing at sports, but here we are. Yeah, I wear my shirts down three buttons now and let the chest hair show. <laughs> yeah, no boy. I got all different kinds of root beer going in my house, bro. So it's it's a new me. No, it's, it is fun. And it's become something, you know, for a number of years, it's just like, I'm not, I don't invest in the stock market. I have, I'm an entrepreneur, have my own businesses. I bet on myself all the time. So I don't really care about the market other than 401ks. But even then, when I was looking at stocks, I'm like, how is this, how, how smart is it for me to try to pick winners and losers in stocks, things that I don't know about, versus sporting events and teams and trends and conferences that I kind of have some information on in my head. So I that's what I did. I got a check from Progressive Insurance because I haven't been driving during the pandemic, so they gave me a little bit of a rebate, and I said, hey, honey, I'm going to go you know, all those times where you said I should probably gamble because I've, I picked these games and you say I should do that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go put 500 in. So that's what I did. And I've been playing around with that. I've since taken the 500 back out, put it in the bank account because I've had some winnings and it's a blast. But I will admit, I found myself questioning myself two nights ago when I'm sitting there gripping on the Drake minus 11 that I had, 11 and a half, and I'm like, what am I doing wagering on a Drake game on a Tuesday or a Monday? Uh, it's funny. I mean, Trent, Trent had action at 10 o'clock on Monday morning for I did. crying out loud. Uh, so you're not at that Ooh. point. I did see you sent me the, what, it was a five-teamer or a six-teamer that you hit. Uh, that, that was really well done. And you hit one of those or a couple of those, um, and, and you're going to be able to withdraw money from uh, from your account. So, John, let me, let's go back. I want to go back to our, uh, when we opened the show and we were going over the BMW of Des Moines guest list here today. Mm-hmm. And we were talking right. about, you know, who our guests are, dot, dot, dot. And John Miller's coming up. And I said to Trent, uh, John Miller, Hawkeye podcast. And I said, Trent, is that a site or no, 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 Ken, it's just a podcast. I said, are you sure it's not a dot com? And no. So he got me, you know, told, corrected me and proved yet again that uh, I'm 60 in my 60s. <laughs> but. I go to John Miller's Twitter account and I click on HawkeyePodcast.com and lo and behold, coming in March 221, are you getting back into the website a business, John Miller? Kind of, yeah. Um, and, and I haven't, you know, I, I, I haven't been touting it or tooting it yet. I've been telling the folks on Patreon that, you know, as of the end of this month, which is basically five days from now, I'm going to stop the Patreon. Everything I have been doing the last three or four months um, on Patreon, I'm now just going to do for free for everyone. Um, The bug that I have, Ken, is that I realized how much I enjoy doing what I do. And however many other people enjoy me doing it, that's to be debated. But I enjoy it. And I said 15, 20 years ago that I'll probably do this until I'm in my 80s, even if I did it for nothing, because it's fun. And that's what those 10 months away actually did for me, is reminded me, it's like, hey, what? Why, why are you stopping doing something that you love to do and is enjoyable to you? And these past three, four months, I've been doing it, doing the live shows with a couple hundred people in there, people asking questions on the fly. It's basically like a live radio show that I do via an internet webcam and I convert it to a pot. It's a, it's a hoot. So I'm going to also do, do some more writing. 
And uh, I've got a few other tricks up my sleeve mm. that I think will move the needle a little bit that I'm not going to say just yet, and it's killing me not to say it. Mm. But, yeah, so in March, uh, HawkeyePodcast.com will be a, uh, a daily destination. Interesting. Like what you're doing there, John, and always enjoy, well, what you have kind of not only up your sleeve, but your thought process, and especially for me, it is basketball. I, I think you and I, growing up Iowans during a time when there wasn't a whole lot of sports on television, Hawkeye basketball was about it during the winter months. And as you've watched this team develop, four out of five losses, here we go again. Now what they've done over the last few weeks, just how enjoyable it has been. I've had these moments a couple of times, just stepping back and saying, these kind of teams are few and far between. Sometimes you just have to enjoy it. You do. And it has been so much fun. And it's one of the main reasons that I wanted to come back as well was I couldn't possibly miss this basketball season that I knew was coming. I mean, back in the summer, I started tweeting again. I'm like, hey, I think this team is going to challenge 2015 Wisconsin for the most efficient offense in the last 20 years for Ken Pomeroy. They were knocking on the door the other day. Wisconsin is the 129.0 uh, points per 100 possessions. And Iowa was at 128.4 with a few games. Now, that's fallen back a little bit. But this team has been, by and large, what I thought it would be. And it has been so much fun at times seeing them run at the highest of offensive cylinders. It's the best offense from an offensive efficiency standpoint, I think, in Iowa history. I'd love to go back and look at that 90, uh, the 86-87 team. But they had so many possessions. I still think that this team probably has a better efficiency number. And yes, they aren't a defensive stopper, but they don't have to be. Their defensive numbers have gotten better. Mm -hmm. This five-game streak of holding Big Ten opponents to 70 points or less, that's been really nice. And going to get a little measuring stick coming up here over the next four or five days. So it's it's been so much fun. And when C.J. Frederick's out there, Difference it's team. even a lot more fun. Yeah, no doubt about it, John. And you're right about this next four or five days, and then they'll get, what, Nebraska and Wisconsin uh, to finish it up. But I don't know if you had a chance to watch Michigan or Ohio State this past uh, Sunday. Apparently, I saw the television numbers, most watched college basketball game of the season. And for those of us who tuned in, we were certainly thoroughly entertained, I thought. So when you watch Ohio State and when you see Michigan, and I will see them for the first time, what why can't Iowa pick off both of those two teams, uh, John? I mean, both of them, it just seems, you, I think at some point Iowa's defensive issues keep them from picking off both of them. Can they pick off one of them? Sure. If Iowa is running on all cylinders offensively, there's no doubt that they can get one of them. But both of them in back-to-back in the span of four days, I just don't think so. Michigan is a team that is really fun to watch. They have the second-best center in the conference, and mm-hmm. he's a rook. Yep. And they're a team that can defend really, really well, and they're long in the, in, in, the, uh, in the lane. And they can pick you up high. That's Iowa's, to me, that's Iowa's kryptonite. It's why Indiana was successful uh, against Iowa. It's why Penn State was pesky, and I was worried about that game all week last week, is that teams that have really good defending guards, will pick Iowa farther out up on the perimeter, almost right when Jordan Bohannon gets across half court, you get in his jockstrap because that causes Iowa to have to begin their offensive set so far from the basket. And Gars is down in the paint uh, posting up. You can't make a 25-foot entry pass. Um, and, and that's the problem that Iowa has there. So I don't think that they can win both unless they just put together back-to-back 
offensive efficiency performances, the likes that we have rarely seen this season. But I'm not saying they can't win one or two one of those games. And it's you're talking about two number one seeds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, but I get. But I guess we're talking about Iowa as a two. Yep. So maybe I just need to readjust my thinking a little bit. Speaking of that, Mister Degenerate John Miller. I just found this at DraftKings this morning. They have uh, a future market over under the tournament seed for a select number of NCAA tournament teams, including the Iowa Hawkeyes. DraftKings Sportsbook has it at three and a half for the seed. If you take the over, meaning a four seed or worse for Iowa, plus 100. If you take the under, minus 125. Where are you putting your free money that you've uh, made at the, at the gambling? Where are you putting it here? Over under three and a half the seed for the Hawks. I think they're going to be a three at worst. So um, hey, I think there it is. I'm means, with you. I think that means I think that means the under. Mm-hmm. Still getting the lexicon down. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I think that I think if they lose both these next two games and then they win against Nebraska and Wisconsin, they're a three at worst. And uh, after the second Indiana loss, I said on the podcast uh, that I was doing a Patreon, I said I'm not predicting Iowa will win the next four, but if they want to avoid being worse than a three seed, they have to win the next four. And they did that. They won it. They put themselves in a position to go two and two down the stretch. Any combination of two and two, they're a three seed at worst. They make the shots tomorrow. Wieskamp's going off and Bohannon uh, chips in a little bit. Garza and Dickerson. Look, Michigan's got some players. There's no doubt. Brooks and Smith are a terrific backcourt. I love the Wake Forest. The kid from Wake Forest, Brown, he's really athletic. Uh, livers is livers, but Iowa's got a pretty good roster too. I think this one tomorrow is um, going to go right down to the wire. And then... Yeah, Ohio State's good, and Lydell is a pain in the butt. I just, for whatever reason, John, I could see them winning both of these games. Maybe crazy, maybe overly optimistic, but I won't be shocked. Ken, if they win both these games, the next time I see you, I will embrace <laughs> you and kiss you on the mouth. All right. Uh, well, maybe not that, but I haven't changed that much. But I will say, man, that would be phenomenal if they did that. Okay, then let's dream a little bit. If they won both of these games, I mean, if they if they finish four and zero, they're the fourth one seed. I'll say that right now. Mm-hmm. If they finish four and zero, they're the fourth one seed. They will have beaten Michigan, who will also be a one seed. They'll be the third one seed. They will bump Ohio State from that perch. I think they'll have enough to bump uh, Illinois, unless Illinois would beat Michigan. I think if Iowa goes 4-0, they're the, they're the fourth one seed. Yeah, and uh, Shelby Mast, our bracketologist, and, of course, Gannett's bracketologist, he said the uh, same thing when he joined us on Tuesday. So, John, in our last minute with you, and it's great to catch up with you, Will uh, back to uh, HawkeyePodcast.com once it is uh, yeah. a website. Will you... Will you um, go to the trouble of putting a message board on there or no? No. There'll be no message boards. There'll be no comment sections on stories. Yep. There'll be no Facebook page. It's good. The way you're going to get to interact with me and maybe not me alone will be oh. to, on Twitter. You can hit us on Twitter. Very available. And then we will be doing at least twice weekly, if not thrice weekly, and then more than that during football live video broadcast on YouTube. There'll be the comment section there. So tons of ways to interact, but I am no longer in it for the message board games. The advertisements that we will have on it will all be locally sold. There'll be no third-party national get malware on your computer advertisements. It'll all be local. So pretty much all the years I've done this, Ken, I'm cutting out all the things I don't like, don't want to deal with, don't work, and 
this is what it'll be. And you did it longer than anybody. Well, I'm looking forward to football season rolling around and listening to you and Mark Morehouse. I don't know what you're ah, talking about. I thought, you, I, thought it, I thought it might have fallen into something there. <laughs> Oh, Kenny now. <laughs> Good stuff, John Miller. Great to catch up with you. Best of luck at HawkeyePodcast.com, uh, and we'll talk in the weeks ahead. Thank you, John. Best of luck Take tonight, care, by the way. I don't know who you're I playing. I don't even but... know what I'm doing. I don't even know what I'm playing yet. Is Look, Drake on? Uh, Friday. <laughs> okay. I'll have to wait. I'll have to hold off. All right, buddy. Take care. Good to talk to you. Yeah, See you. John Miller, uh, HawkeyePodcast.com. So good news out of John. The uh, point spread is out at DraftKings for the Iowa-Michigan game. All right. Michigan's favored by mm, five. And a half. Five and a half the number. Minus 112 on Michigan-Iowa. Plus the five and a half. Minus 110. Total at 164 and a half. Crazy to think they can beat Michigan? No, not at all. I don't think so either. Will I pick it? No. But is it crazy? No. No. This team's talented. This team can win games and they're playing defense. No, it's not crazy. Good stuff. We'll come back. Uh, Trent's play of the day is coming up next. Miller and Condon take you until noon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. We haven't quite hit March, but that doesn't mean college basketball fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players a chance to cash $100. Check this out. New customers bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. And if your team knocks it home, boom, bang, $100. All it takes, one three-pointer to be hit by your chosen team to turn $1 into $100. Sounds like a no-brainer. Now this slam dunk offer won't be around forever so head to the app store now download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and get in on all the action download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code KXNO for your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week must be 21 or older Iowa only new customers only restrictions apply winners paid out in four $25 free bets see DraftKings.com sportsbook for details gambling problem call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Ken Miller, Trent Condon, Miller and Condon on 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM, this is KXNO. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back. 1460 KXNO 106.3 on the FM dial. Uh, Good to talk to John Miller. I I enjoyed uh, mm-hmm. John Miller. We had a, f- a fun few years working together in the same building. Of course, he was uh, in this chair from two until four and did the show by himself. Uh, baptism by fire. First radio <laughs> gig, I think, is full time. And here, you take two hours and you're on your own. Good luck. Yes. And he did a great job. Did a great job. Uh, so, Trent, mm-hmm. you've been doing a terrific job giving out winners. Had a push last night. Well, that's still not a loss. And got a bucket at the end to get that push, too, for TCU. But, right, we're on the right side of the ledger. Did yep. have a really nice night, though. And they keep building up. It's... Now, well, you didn't you bet Iowa State yesterday? I did, yep. I thought you did. Grabbed the um, 24. I had Georgia Tech. I told you that one at the end of the show yesterday. They won by, like, 20 against Virginia Tech. And... It's a game we talked about earlier, my favorite bet of the night. This is the SEC tilt. It is, yeah. I'm laying the point and a half with Arkansas against Alabama. Alabama hasn't had the consistency mm-hmm. over the last few weeks when they were running hot a few weeks ago. Arkansas really needs this win, but they pl- they're playing a lot better basketball too. Musselman 
has done a nice job of rebuilding that roster. They're a pretty fun team to watch, but uh, going to lay it with the, the Hogs tonight, just a point and a half at home against Alabama. Uh, and that's ESPN2 for that one at uh, 8 Bell. Uh, good uh, good stuff. Well, uh, best of luck, Eddie, and you said that Iowa gets five and a half tomorrow and a from half. Michigan. Do you uh, like that spread or the future that I brought up to to John about over-under for the seed line for Iowa? Yeah, I do. I mean, obvi- and obviously these next two will go a long, long mm-hmm. way, uh, and it's three and a half, and that's a DraftKings, you said? DraftKings has that one. They also have, you can bet on what conference will win the national championship. Um, okay. We talked last week about what state yep. will win the national championship. Right. They have that one up there. And of course, William Hill's got the Gonzaga Baylor uh-huh. plus 125, the field minus the buck five. And uh, DraftKings has also jumped on that one same, too. Same price? Uh, the price there a little bit different. DraftKings field is minus 134 plus 110 for the Zags and Baylor. Well, look, Baylor uh, struggled against Iowa State last night. I think they'll be better for it. I think a close game. I think Honestly, if you were to talk to Scott Drew, I think that he would be happy that this game was a test mm-hmm. coming out of the COVID because they've certainly got some, including this Saturday. They'll, uh, they go to Kansas, right? Yeah, the game is at, uh, the game's in Lawrence. So Baylor, Kansas this weekend, a pretty big spot as well. Man, we're coming down the stretch, Trent. It's, it's happening fast. Oh my gosh. I saw they just released the Big Ten women's, uh, start times for the tournament a little bit different again because cleaning courts and the like. Yeah. But a number of the games, including every one of the quarterfinals, is going to be on FS2. Weren't we just talking a week or two ago why FS2 isn't being used more? Yeah, well, now it's going to be. Uh, NBC Sports SN going away. Yeah. That's that's a lot of programming over there. That's a lot of 810 basketball. A lot, of, a lot of stuff over there that's going to need a new home. All right, Murph and Andy have a home, at least for the next couple of days at 2 to 4. Then next week they go 1 to 3. But today they're on from 2 to 4, and the Fanatics follow them at 4. Now, you only get an hour of the Fanatics today because Hawk Central is 5 until 6. You follow? You got it all. Tomorrow morning, the morning rush at 6 a.m. We're Miller and Condon, weekdays 10 to noon on Des Moines Sports Station, 14.